0: everybody going to get in the jam of some type. It might be financial jam. It might be a car jam. It might be a Muslim jam where you just want to be able to take off from work. And when you have assets around you that you own, you can move stuff around to still be okay. Like, exactly. you know, I'm sure that, you know, if you guys didn't have that car, you might have to take that out your personal or you might have to go get a loan to fix that same thing that's going on with your home. But instead, you know what? You got a fleet of cars that you own that are income producing cars. So you know what? It's like, I'm going to just move this around for now get that fixed and then I'm gonna double back and I'm gonna come back and I might buy a double the amount of cars and I come back but that's the importance of owning something outside of the get
1: you're listening to the official nine to five ceo podcast this is the show where two nine to fivers discuss gems strategies and how to survive the lifestyle of balancing a job Woo-hoo. and building a business and now here are your hosts Tremaine Robinson, Tremaine Robinson, and, Robinson. and Zena Dixon Zena Dixon
0: Hello and welcome to the Nine to Five CEO Podcast. I'm one half Tremaine, aka the Nine to Five Landlord. And
2: I'm aka Zena Dixon eight.
0: And today episode features us. It's gonna be a <laughs> catch up today on just how we've been, stuff we've been up to, and just our plans going forward. So I'm gonna start with you, Z. How things been with you?
2: Things have been crazy. So um, you know, I'm trying to get into that commercial real estate space. So I found me a mentor to, you know, help me facilitate that type of thing. Um, My goal for this year is to buy at least a 20-unit building. Um, The other thing is, um, you know, the property that I have in Chicago, uh, I had to go and go the tenant eviction route. So um, what
0: led up to that?
2: that? Uh, She I feel like she got caught up with COVID. Like she probably lost her job due to COVID, um, but she didn't communicate with me. So um, she's, you know, she's behind in her rent and stuff like that. And I, you know, tried to work with her, tried to get rental assistance. Um, that's, you know, still out. You know, they taking forever to view it. Um, she paid January, but she hasn't paid since. And then she just went ghost on me. So I'm just like, I can't help you. So you know. I've been reaching out, you haven't been reaching out back to me. So, you know, I sent out the um, vacate, pay or vacate letter. That's a letter that you typically send five days after the rent is due. um, And she didn't respond. And also all of my leases are month to month. And the reason why I did that is because of situations like this. You know, you have more control when you have a month to month lease as opposed to a year lease. Um, So I was able to, you know, terminate the lease letter, know that I wasn't renewing it. And so hopefully that whole thing will pan out at the end of May. Um, And I won't have any further issues with her, but that's what's going on with me. What's going on with you? <laughs>
0: Ooh, man, what's not going on with me? So we start with the good news. So the good news is I was able to purchase um, my first, I guess, dream home. Um, <laughs> it's not my favorite home, but definitely dream. One of the dreams. Um It was good to do just because. I have talked about this so much, and just having assets outside of the, you know, the job to work and pay for it. And the bad news of that is, shortly after I closed on the building, I was let go from my actual nine to five. Oh um, man! Right, right. But the beautiful part about it is, I was able to secure asset and assets while working the job. So now that I'm actually let go, I don't have to rush to, you know, gain or seek employment. And I'm actually going to just take the shot on myself as far as trying to entrepreneur route. And that's what I tell everybody. It's like, when you leave a job, you know, you're going to have your good days, your bad days. But if you walk away with an asset and at the end, you won. Right. And asset might not be one thing. It might be stocks. It might be you build your 401k up. It might be a rental property, whatever. But if you walk in there in a better position outside of the job than you did when you walked in, it's not an L, it's a W.
2: Right, right. I love the fact that you already had your your passive income set up because you already own eight units. Um, And that gave you the cushion to one, you know, you have you was able to leverage those to buy your dream home. And then 2 you you're not in a rush and you're not in a crunch financially because you have like this cash flow coming in and it gives you the opportunity to, you know, bet on yourself and to go forward with your entrepreneurial journey. So that's that's pretty dope. Um, I know that that timeline is a little bit quicker than you anticipated. Um, So if you could do anything differently, would you say? I would rather stay to the end of the year and then make my exit. Or did this work out in a way that you didn't expect? But it, it kind of works out?
0: Um, I, I think it's I, I believe it's gonna work out better than what I expected, honestly, because the other part about it is what by me securing this asset. I actually secured a lot of equity. Like when we bought this house, we bought it at the right price compared to what it's gonna be worth. We didn't we put a little bit into it, but when it's done. What it's going to be worth is going to be multiple times what my salary was. And I just look mm-hmm. at it like if I'm taking away that time in order to have, you know, equity on something that's two, three years worth my salary. Then it's like, OK, I can I can sure get that and take what come with it on top of wow. what, I'm attempting, what I want to do outside of the job. That makes right, sense.
2: Right. Wow, that's dope. So um, are you planning to do anything with that equity? Or are you going to pull it out? Because, you know, we always talk about, you know, you fit, buy something, you fix it up, pull out the, you know, the cash out. And then you do that, you do something else with that money. Are you planning to do anything with it or are you just going to let it like sit for a little while? I'm going to
0: see how this uh, entrepreneur thing goes, honestly, because if it's not something where it's urgent, I might just sit on it just because, you know, for people that's listening. If you have a home that you have equity in and you live in there for two years, if you sell 250,000 of those profits that would be taxed are actually tax free. So best case scenario, we just sit on it and not do anything. But if it's a scenario in which we kind of, I'm going to say in the pinch, but we kind of got a move that we want to make, we definitely would potentially get a line of credit. i don't recommend refinancing just because we were able to get in at a lower rate. And with the rate interest rates going down, it would be a way higher payment. And I don't know if that's the, if that's worth it, honestly.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good play. I didn't even think of that. Um, and I saw you put on your accountant hat. You was like, you know, I want to hold on to that money because I don't want to get no, you know, capital gains tax and anything like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's real, it's real. And um, one thing I kind of want to go deeper deeper into is, you know, just having a nine to five in and hustling and kind of looking back at it, I would say that's one of the things in which I struggle with a bit, just because my job isn't a job you can just do, you know half-assed, as in, you know, you could be distracted and get your job done in a quality manner. Like, in terms of accounting, that's a very demanding job. Like, if I'm assigned a task, a three-hour task, I have to be laser-focused in all three hours. I can't have anything on the side distracting, not a post, not a DM I'm responding to, not something else I'm responding to. And one thing that was happening was, I would work maybe an hour and a half on that project, I might have something else going on, Contractor at the new property that's painting, supplies, whatever, I'm on the phone with him for 10, 15 minutes. I get back to my project, and now I'm trying to figure out where the hell I was. And you know you know what it's like, cause you in IT. So it's like, you know, when you in those kind of fields where it's like you need that laser focus, I don't even look at being let go as like a problem. I just look at it like, you know, maybe I can just put my time into different phases of, you know, what I did at my job. Like, you know, that's why I'm doing a bookkeeping course, honestly.
2: Right. That, that is so key because, you know, like, like you said, I'm in IT and, you know, I'm a developer and once you lose your space, like once you lose your headspace it's just like, it's hard to get back to that, you know? So I totally understand what you mean by, you know, you know, trying to stay on task at work and trying to manage, you know, contractors at your rehabs and, you know, tenants calling you and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see how you're able to like scale this thing now that you're home.
0: Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Um, The crazy thing is like, when you working as a entrepreneur with a nine to five, you have so many different ideas that's in your mind. And then once you actually let go and you're kind of giving that time back, you have to pinpoint and focus on what ideas you want to attack first. Because you know, you'll be at the desk daydreaming about opening up your first commercial building, or your laundromat, or completing this mastermind, starting something else with your course. But it's like, once you're given that time, it's a luxury, but it could be a burden if you don't take advantage of it. Exactly. It really can. Like, now that yeah. I got my time back, certain thoughts and everything crossed my mind when I was at a nine to five was crossing my mind. Like, oh, I should get lunch with so and so. Maybe I should go here. I Man, I should vacation. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, I got my time. But right. it's, that's the trap because when we were working on nine to fives, we still had things that we wanted to do. And it's like, okay, now I got the chance. Do it. Like, I wanna post more content. Okay, do it. I want to be more, you know, enhanced with my courses and all that. Okay, do it. So it's kind of more of those things.
2: Right, right. So tell everyone how it was when you got the news. Like, how did you, how did your fiance Uh, like.
0: Oh, thanks, thanks. So they had told me. So whenever HR schedules a random meeting, I always be like, oh, shit. Like, okay, well, what's going on? Like, ain't nobody else on the meeting, but me and two other people. So it was one of those. And um, they gave it to me beginning of the day, but it went to the afternoon. I'm like, that's the worst thing ever. Like, just hop on with me now because they gave it yeah. to me at 10 o'clock. But the meeting was at like 2.30, 3 o'clock. I'm like, I'm not doing no work. till I get in this meeting. Right. <laughs> we were doing all this work. And then they'd be like, oh, well, you know what I mean? And I was right. So they get to the meeting and they're like, um, long story short, just to kind of give me all the details because I am want to be transparent. When you work um, in tax and accounting, you have to have a certain amount of billable hours. So those are hours in which you put on a timesheet. You put who it was for, what you did, and how many hours you worked. So they track all of that. You can't really BS. And during tax season, the expectation is like 60 to 80 hours. And honestly, I was at about 50, and I had to I had to meet the quota. So I was putting time on projects I hoped to work on, but I didn't get around to. So it was kind of like a line, a line, a line, where you at with this one, where you at with that one, where you at with that one. And you know, once it came to conclusion that you know some of those I hadn't actually put into the work, they was like, okay. The next day, they gave me the news. Um, I actually I ran a budget. I looked at where I was. The house. It was a little nerve wracking, but then you know my lady was like, well, that's why you got properties. Like this is why we did it. Like this is why we did it literally. So I'm just like, ah, right, you're right. So it's what it is.
2: That is that is that's the dream, right? To you know, be using your nine to five to build up this passive income. So if something happens. You got these other legs to stand on. So that's that's like the epitome of nine to five CEO. Just
0: right.
2: you, know, <laughs> you you have, you know, those legs to stand on. And I love that your your fiance was like, well, you know, let's rock because we we got we got the property. So, you know, and I'm, I'm sure you probably needed to hear that because you might have been in your head like, damn, you know, the budget, the bills, this, to that.
0: Yeah, I I just think that, like, that's why, like, if you want to get to this terms of, like, hustling and having a side hustle, like, the most important thing as far as, like, a partner you choose when it comes to that, because when she said that, I'm like, I can't imagine somebody that was pressuring me to have a job or didn't want me to go into business for myself because they was kind of, you know, brainwashed to think that the job is the end all be all. And it's like, it's not, it's really not, like, once the war off on me as far as, like, the reflecting on being fired and how I feel about my confidence, I kind of was able to be real myself. Like, okay, well, if that's my ceiling of what I can make with nine to five, you know, is it possible I can make that being, you know, in my own business? And I'm like, easily, it's not even a question. Like they're my first year expectations. So it's like, you know, I think a lot of times when you work within a job, if it don't work out or if you're not as confident within your job, sometimes jobs leave you with the impression that you can't practice what you do at that job in business. And that's not true. Like Mm -hmm. what they, what I was doing in my job was level 10 accounting. Right. But I'm sure there's business owners out there that need level four through one. And I know that. So that's why I'm going to apply within My business.
2: Right. Right. That's dope. So I'm not going to lie. When you first told me the news, I just bust out crying because I know they did my boy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I was good. I was good. I mean, it it was like a weird feeling because it's just like, you got all this pressure, I don't even like looking at the damn computer on Sundays. Like, man, F that computer because I just know what's in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> then it just turned to like just being empty. And I'm just like, oh, okay, damn. Okay, cool. I'm going to just dug it out and just figure it out and come up with a real plan. Um, I think my assortment of podcasts I listen to, IG Lives I've watched of just different entrepreneurs, I kind of feel like it's kind of been teaching me for like a time like now. Like even I love the Monopoly brothers and was like, you know. I write out what I want to do each day. I get up at five in the morning. And, you know, you think about it, it's like five in the morning, that's early. But then you think about it like, damn, you could do four hours of work before the actual day starts.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And it puts you so far ahead. So far, ahead. Every- yeah.
0: so far ahead. That's that's 20 hours of work before, you know, Monday through Friday. Extra. Right.
2: Right. Yeah. That's what a lot of entrepreneurs say, like the big even the big the big dogs, you know, they, it, they write books about it. Like, you know, the 20 hour work week because they start at five and they ended at nine, but they've done so much in that time because, you know, everybody else is asleep. So it's just like, let me knock all this stuff out. And then, you know, they got the rest of the day to, for themselves or to even, you know, level up even more. So that's pretty dope. So I know that, um, you, you just, you just closed on the dream house. How was you feeling when, That whole thing occurred and you like you just closed at the nick of time. Like you just, you know, it's like the skin of your teeth, like these two events happening almost like simultaneously.
0: I think that at first, you know, the natural instinct is just like panic at first, but it's just like, oh, my God, I got this house. Right. But then, you know, once you get rid of your emotions and me with me being an accountant, I look at things from a number standpoint. Once the emotions were off, I'm like, okay, well, I got this asset. When we get done with it, it's going to be worth this. We owe this on it. So push come to shove, if we struggling, we can't pay for the house. All my tenants say, "F you, I'm moving out," and we got to sell the house. We would make a, a very nice profit. So it's like once I'm able to analyze the worst case scenario, I can deal with everything that come with it. Oh, okay, okay. That's it it's like okay, push come to shove, this entrepreneur thing not work out. I go get a job. Okay, I've done that before. So it's just right. like, I can I can embrace and take everything that come
1: with it. Right, right. Do you work a nine to five or looking to add more value to your five to nine through rental property investment? Rental property management does not have to be difficult, confusing, or impossible while you work your day job. Tremaine, a.k.a. the 9-to-5 Landlord 414 presents 9-to-5 Landlording 101 for Beginners. This complete guide will help you to manage your rental units while you focus on your 9-to-5. And Tremaine will give you the entire blueprint, the tools and the processes he's personally used to manage his rental unit portfolio while working his 9-to-5. Grab yours today at 9-to-5 landlord com. That's 9 to 5 landlord com. It's 9 to 5 Landlording 101 for beginners by Tremaine aka the 9 to 5 Landlord 414. If you're looking to buy your first multifamily property but don't know where to start, don't worry any longer. We have a solution for you. Book a 101 60-minute call with Zena Dixon today. In our time together, you will receive the answers to your questions, insight into your goals, and an action plan that you can put into motion to start you and your family on your wealth-building journey. Investing in multifamily real estate was the beginning for countless millionaires, and now is your turn. Book with Zena Dixon today at Calanly.com forward slash Zena Dixon I N C. That's Calendly.com forward slash Z-E-N A D I X O N I N C. Also see the link in the show notes.
2: That's dope. So I know that, you know, now that you have your time back, you have a lot of plans. What's the what's the first few things you want to knock off your list?
0: Um, this course. This course first, um, I'm going to identify like a schedule and which, you know, of content I post and just like lives I do. I'm not saying everything is going to be scripted and scheduled, but I would like a nice portion so I can kind of know what I'm going to do. Uh, and just being more engaging on social media, just offering the gems and things I learned within my job into the real world. Like, you know, i got stories of me doing taxes for people that made a million dollars and didn't have a seventeen thousand dollars in their account to write a check for it when they got uh-huh. their tax bill. You know what I mean? And they wasn't entertainers. They were doctors. So it's like a lot of times people just think, you know, financial literacy is just from like an educational standpoint, but it's really not. It's just based off what you do outside in your free time to kind of really learn about. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. So this course, this is going to be a bookkeeping course, like talk more about the about the
0: course okay. you about. So this course is just going to be a bookkeeping course. So, um. One thing I learned with trying to do bookkeeping, like not for myself, but for others, is that sometimes, and I was working with like, you know, very new business owners, is that sometimes they might not be at a level in their business in which they can afford to pay professionals. Mm-hmm. However, I did know that they still needed to know what the numbers was, because how did you grow, right? Like you don't know, you know, if you got five products you're selling and three of them selling every month, but the other two sitting, you won't know that you look at your numbers. So um, I felt the importance of them needing to know, but not being able to afford the services. So I kind of want to create a template so that person started a new business, that person that just bought their first property, could kind of keep up with what they have month in and month out. Because, you know, mm-hmm. just imagine how more convenient your tax time would be if you knew all your numbers on your rentals.
2: <laughs> that That is a service that I need and mm-hmm. I'm sure people need because me and my husband, we had to get an extension on our taxes because I'm keep it real. I don't know what nothing is. I am over the place. I am so unorganized because I feel like so many things was happened to me at once, and I just couldn't focus. So having something like what you're about to put out, a template to you know get my bookkeeping together, I'm sure my my CPA will appreciate me bringing something instead of a, a shoebox full of receipts and you know trying to go through texts and figure out stuff. Um, so I, I, I'm gonna be your first customer. I'm gonna let you know that, right?
0: <laughs> that's you for sure. So yeah, it's a bookkeeping course, just to help those that started new to just with a simple template on how to keep track of their business finances month in and month out. Cause at that's the end cool. of the day, you know, the, the sad part is, you know, I've talked to so many business owners that's been in business for five years, six years. I ask them, okay, well, what you, uh, what you doing in a good month? What you doing a bad month? Um, what did you take home last year? And they don't have a clue. Wow. They don't yeah. have a clue. All they know is they booked them busy, which is like, okay, that, that's dope. That's step one. You definitely want to have sales coming in. But it's like you have to know how to operate business and know your numbers after that. Because how you gonna how you gonna know where to go? How you gonna right. know where
2: to go from? Exactly. Exactly. So um so if somebody gets your course, will they be able to do consultations with you, like after they go through your course and you know, all of that?
0: Um I think I will offer it to people that have purchased, like maybe a free thirty minute consult at the end. Um, mm-hmm. For those that might want an additional, I might you know charge for that service depending on you know the price point. But I, I definitely just want to be an asset to people that start in business because, like I said, sometimes people people are quicker to to get a logo than they are to look at a profit and loss statement or to look at a balance sheet. And it's like, yeah, the logo is cool, but if you don't know what you made, I don't care how far that logo looks. Right, you don't know right. What you made. <laughs> Somebody could be killing on you and you don't know it.
2: You need to put that on a (laughs) t-shirt because that is so true. That is so true. Like, I I know that there's a lot of entrepreneurs that's out there that they're getting it, but it's like, are you really turning a profit or is this just, you know, your, your revenue? Like you, you need to know your numbers so you can know how you can scale, what you need to cut back on, how to lower your expenses. Like those are all different things that I'm sure, of course, like yours would help out tremendously. So, and I'm, I remember Monopoly Bros. it was like, you know, there's so many smoke and mirrors online, but this is something that people really need. Like, you really need to know your numbers. You really need to have some type of bookkeeping um, until you're able to pay somebody to do it for you. Exactly. You know,
0: and and that's the thing. It's not saying you're gonna need it forever. You might be at a level which you can't afford to have a CPA, but prior to get into that level, you need to know what's going on. Exactly. Going on? Exactly. It's like, is this a business or a hobby? Right.
2: Right. You know,
0: like, I, I can't tell you how much I spent when I just went out to eat because that's a hobby, but I could tell you how much I got in rental income. I could tell you what I spent in, you know, repairs this month because that's a
2: business and yes. you can't treat your business like a hobby. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But so- um,
0: moving on, I want to get on to you and what you got going on. I want to hear about the tarot, uh, what's going on with that. The commercial that you want to get into, the masterminds you've been taking, just kind of give us, you know, a little rundown on how that's been on all three facets.
2: (laughs) So, um, you know, I've had, you know, we got into Toro last year and Toro is awesome and dope. Um, But we we had some issues with the properties that we were trying to rehab in Philly. Um, Just things that were unforeseen until after we closed and after we started, you know, working on the different things. Um so long story short, we had to um sell our cars, our fleet, except the Mercedes, the other cars that we had pay cash for, we had to sell those um to you know have the budget to fix the things that were unforeseen um in the original budget. Um I don't feel too bad about that because one, we've got basically what we paid for the cars, um, because you know the used car market is just like crazy. Um And we was able to allocate, because they were assets, allocate that money to something else um, that's going to bring us even more revenue. So once we do the cash out refi and we, you know, we stay on time and we don't have those um, additional carrying costs, we'll, you know, be able to yield what we budgeted for um, or that we projected for this for these two properties. But Um, I I just appreciate my husband because he had the foresight to be like, we're not going to take any more money from the hard money lender. We're just going to sell these things that we already own and, you know, plug in the holes that way. Um, So and, you know, he was just like real calm and cool about it. Um, Me, I would have been freaking out. So that's why he's the general. I'm not. um, But that's what we had to do. But we still have, you know, um, we're still going to go back to Turo and we're also going to, you know, spend off a our own rental car company outside of Turo, so we'll have cars on Turo and then we'll have cars off of Turo, um, and it's just a good business model to just have both um, because sometimes when you're on a platform, you're you're bound to the things that they want you to do on their platform. Whereas if you have your own business, you can run it how you want to run it. So, um, but Turo is like awesome, especially when you are first starting out. Like that's that's a great way to get your feet wet. But that's you know the update on Turo and our and our fleet. Um, and I think, you know, people still be hitting up my husband to rent a Mercedes because the weather's getting nicer and, you know, they, you know, want to take it out for the weekend or whatever. So provided that it doesn't snow, he still handles bookings on IG. So, you know, there's still like a little bit of money coming in for for that. But, um, unfortunately we, you know, we had to liquidate, but, um, we just kept our mind on the bigger bag. So that's, that's what we did with that.
0: No, that's a fact. That's a fact. That's dope. But I, if anything that, you know, listeners take away from this is that that's the importance of having assets and investing in assets, because everybody going to get in the jam of some type. It might be financial jam. It might be a car jam. It might be an emotional jam where you just want to be able to take off from work. And when you have assets around you that you own, you can move stuff around to still be OK. Like, exactly. you know, I'm sure that, you know, if you guys didn't have that car, you might have to take that out your personal or you might have to go get a loan. To fix that same thing that's going on with your home but instead you know what you got a fleet of cars that you own that are in producing cars so you know what it's like i'm gonna just move this around for now get that fixed and then i'm gonna double back and i'm gonna come back and i might buy double the amount of cars when i come back but that's the importance of owning something outside of the get because when things are gonna go left but that's just life. i just lost my job just i mean last month that's just how i go but if you own something Nine times out of ten, you might be able to leverage that to be okay.
2: Right, exactly. So that's that's, um, and we we pretty we're pretty much close to wrapping those projects up. So that'll be three single families that will have you know tenants in and stuff like that. Um, the other thing, the commercial. So for me and my husband, I'm always the big thinker. Like I want I want to go for the big things, um, and I was just telling him, let's go for a commercial property of at least twenty units. Because my thought is one roof, you know, and everything under that roof we take care of instead of having like a bunch of different properties where we have, you know, maintenance over here and the roof leaking over there and this and that. If we have all of our units under one roof, then we're just, you know, sending out the roof at one time with, you know, you know what I mean? It's just like um, highest and best value for our money. And um, since commercial is a different beast, I had to get the information. So, um, because you don't, you don't, when you buy commercial, it's not like you do comps, like you do a residential, you, you, you look for um, the value in the properties and how you can add value. Um, So it's been a, it's been a steep learning curve, but it's been really dope because I found a great mentor. Like I was sharing with you, Ramel's course. um, And you know, he's a young man that's been out here doing it. He owns storage units, he owns apartment buildings. And I was just like, I need somebody that I can learn the game from and, and be able to action it this year. Like you know how I am. Once, once I got my, my site set on something, I'm ready to go. So um, now I'm just building up my business credit, like we was talking about, you know, a couple of weeks ago, and, um, you know, just getting that 20% down for that million dollar property. So that's that's the play this year. And, you know, I'm just laser focused on that. Um, and, you know, and, and then the last thing is just, you know, putting together my course for buying your first apartment building, because you need an entry point into this. You know, um, and I want to show people how to, you know, get get their first apartment building as cheaply as possible. And, you know, with the least amount of resistance, you know, so, you know, if you have a credit issue, if you have low income or you have a low down payment, I have a solution for you based on your circumstance. So, you know, our goal combined is to, you know, help people get to the next level to, you know, start them building wealth. And I just want to follow through on all the things that we talked about, you know, in terms of like our podcast, we want to share the gems, but individually we want to also help, you know, our listeners and, you know, people that just happen to come across our courses or our pages to help them get to the next level. So that's why I'm, I'm like really excited because, you know. I just keep getting my my name into rooms that I didn't anticipate, you know, like VPs of banks is calling me and they're like, hey, you want to have lunch? You know, and I'm like, how you get my information?
0: <laughs> All right, I mean, you had a fake page made of you today. You ain't bring that up. Like, come on, we we reaching new heights, man.
2: That was crazy. Uh, one of my... One of my followers, he hit me up. He was like, You got an extra page? And I was like, No, this is my only page. And he sent me the link, and I was like, Wow, that is crazy. Yeah,
0: I checked to <laughs> see they tagged the pod in the bio, though, and they did. So I was like, Okay, you you okay, fake page man. <laughs> <laughs> I got
2: like over two thousand followers. I'm like, oh, they oh, so bold." Yeah.
0: that's crazy. I'm like, we can't get the pod page in 2000 <laughs>
2: But it's, it's just, it's just been wild. And, um, I love the fact that, you know, we started this thing in December, right? December, and December, yeah. like, it's, it's such a part of our lives right now. And it's just like seeing it grow. And, you know, when people reach out to us, they like y'all doing something so dope. We love what you're doing. It just, it just, it makes me feel like we're on the right path, you know? Um, so it's it's just, it's just been a real cool ride. Like I never even listened to podcasts before I met you. And it's just like, now we have one.
0: <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, i always been a podcast junkie. So when we create this, I kind of knew how we wanted to do it. But, you know, for the listeners, you know, this, this stuff is a grind for us. Like, you know, we giving y'all real life stuff that's going on us. Cause we don't want y'all to think that, you know, being a nine to five CEO is perfect. Like it's not becoming it a lot, but it's well beyond worth it. Cause like, as you just said, you know, she has something going on in one of her businesses. She sold a couple of cars that she owned and was able to, you know, fix that problem. You know, I got let go from a job that, you know, I went to school for. I'm not in search of a job right away because, you know, I have income to hold me up for that consistently.
2: Right. And that's that's the position you want to put yourself in. Not, you know, just, you know, being devastated financially because your job lets you go. It's just like start something now. Start something that you and you don't even have to be passionate about it it has to be something that's going to make you money. You know, you can, you can, you know, pursue your passion later, but get into the thing that's going to make you money. So you can start building that nest egg and, you know, having some passive income in that you're not exchanging too much time for. Um, I I remember I had made a post about Turo and, you know, I was talking about that as passive because it is pretty much passive. I would say like 90%. And he was like, it's not a hundred percent passive. Why are you telling people this? And I'm like, First of all, I was like, for me and my husband, we wanted a more hands-on approach because we were new to the business. We were trying to get to super pretty quickly. And, you know, when you give like world-class service people, you know, they remember that they give referrals and they give you, you know, the five-star review. I was like, but if you take the course that I'm telling you about, it tells you how to almost completely automate it. Like you could do everything from an app. You can have a lockbox on your car. It's like, Automatic start from your phone. It's like you can totally, you know, automate it. But, you know, it's it's just like how how hands off do you want to be? And if you want those gems, you're going to have to invest in yourself because I can't give you everything because, you know, the person that built this course, they put their blood, sweat and tears in it. They're they're you know, they're um, trial and error. To bring you the information so you can, you know, um, build your business problem-free or as problem-free as possible. So after I hit him with that, you know, because you always say link in bio, bio, you know, I told him real quick, I was like, <laughs> it wasn't as automated for us because we wanted to be more hands-on. But if you want the gems, link in bio, get that course so, you, so you'll so you know and you're not just coming for me in my comments because, you know, you don't want to pay for the information, you know?
0: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> he didn't he didn't but he I, got did. A, I did get a sale so that was probably oh, okay.
0: him <laughs> Dope. Dope. that's what's up that's what's up so yeah man uh i'm, I'm excited about the future um i'm excited for what's to come be sure to you know watch both all three of our pages for you know the pod and both our individual pages for more content we got a lot coming um yeah. because you want to add Zena?
2: Um, yeah, just, you know, just tapping with us. Um, we're both really open books in terms of this, you know, entrepreneur thing. And, you know, everything in this isn't about money. We want to empower people to change their situations. So yes, we might have a link in bio for different things, but some things, you know, we, 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 still, we're still young in the game. We still want to, you know, we're still very approachable. We want to, we want to, we want to, serve. So you know, don't be afraid to hit us up in the DMs if you if you're trying to do something and you, and you need advice, Um, because that's how we learned. Like, you know, me and you, we used to talk all the time in the DMs about, you know, different things in terms of landlording. Like when you told me how you um tracked that lady down on Facebook, I would have never did that.
0: <laughs> <sighs> man, what well, Martin said, don't disrespect my house, man. It's my house. So I going exactly. not disrespect it. <laughs>
2: Speaking of that, everybody go get his landlord course, because if you're thinking about getting a property or you got a property, you need to know those gems. So get that course. But yeah, I just, you know, we're just here to serve. And that's that's just the bottom line. I just, you know, I'm happy that people are, are joining us on this journey, you know, listening to the pod, giving us feedback and stuff like that. People being guests on the pod. That's like really amazing to me. So I'm like really excited about what we're doing this year
0: same man same um be sure to look up follow subscribe comment uh leave a review please yes, and review. You know, uh that's gonna do it for this episode i'm tremaine aka the nine to five landlord and i'm zena
2: dixon aka
0: zena dixon all right y'all be good fam